Hello and welcome to Wagawheel Coffee Table. It's a film podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. I'm your host Ellis. This is episode 17 now. Um, we're really moving through them. We're doing, you know, consistent every week. Um, if anyone noticed, I'm now moving to a Monday upload. Just that seems to, even though I'm still having seven days in between, like, episodes, Monday just seems to make it easier for me to get it done on time. For some reason, if I did it on a Thursday, I was always running late. But now that it's on a Monday, I'm not. But it's still seven days. It doesn't make any sense. But um, anyway, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, I saw it opening day um, with a couple of friends of mine who were going to get their thoughts on it later. Um, But yeah, uh, that's what today's episode is going to be about. Um, Obviously, at the beginning of each episode, I kind of talk about something that I'm uh, that's on my mind during the week. Honestly, I was I was sat here and I wasn't really sure what to think about. I've just been working a lot this week, um, which has been soul crushing. Um, but I got actually like at the beginning of the year, uh, I sent off I sent off my DNA to one of those places that like sees your ancestry and like where you where you're from. Um, I didn't do ancestry.com. I did another one called I think it's like My Heritage. I think it's called. Because um, apparently that's better for like England, um, and ancestry is better for like the US. But I'm not sure. I, that's just why I did my research. That's what finding my research. But anyway, so I, I sent the D off, DNA off, and the results came back this week, and I'm very like disappointed because <laughs> it seems like the the only way you can get like actual in depth analysis is if you like buy a subscription. Because I just bought the box that you send your DNA DNA off in. Um, and then that's it and then like I just I just got the box and I thought that would tell me lots but like all it tells me is that I'm like what percentage of my DNA is what so so for example um I can't really look at like I have to build my own family tree I, I can't really look at like old censuses they give me like DNA matches so for example I've got like 9,000 distant relatives that it matched me with and then for extended family um i think i recognize a couple of the names that are in extended family but not really they definitely have like second names that i rec uh, that i recognize um but like other than that it, it was like you're 70 percent english 25 percent uh irish scottish and welsh and three percent italian which i didn't know but yeah that's kind of all that all that all that they've said like they don't really say anything else Obviously, like, UK and Ireland, there's other things mixed in in there, like, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I'm 70% English, obviously, because I'm from England. Uh, 25% Irish, Scottish, and Welsh, which I guess makes sense because it's close by. And 3% Italian. Um, But it doesn't tell you where that 3% comes from. It doesn't give you any information, like, how I could have 3% Italy and all that kind of thing. I don't know how it would do that. Um... But yeah, it just seems I wanted a kind of more in-depth analysis, and you can like you can like oh I can look at 
family tree and like other people but it's like oh no you have to pay so and so much a month um which i'm not gonna do because i i don't want to pay really um it gives you like number of matches so like i've got like four matches from portugal and hong kong um but you know it's it's very distant dna matches that probably aren't that related to me See, so yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I was expecting a bit more. Um, obviously, I'm not surprised because I'm I'm very white. Um, so I'm not surprised that I'm 70% English. Um, the 3% Italian is interesting. Um, but, like, yeah, it doesn't give you any information on why that is. It just says 3% Italian. So I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I guess I'll have to, I'll take your word for it. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's because um, some family members in the past have done, like, Ancestry.com and things like that and found it quite interesting, but I think they just, they put a lot of, like, effort into finding family members and building a proper family tree, um, whereas I don't really want to do that. I was more interested in, like, where I'm from and, and all that kind of stuff, um, but I do find this stuff kind of interesting, like, I, I, I like watching videos of people, like, discovering where they're from or, like, um, what's the TV show called, uh, who do you think you are? That's I used to watch that show a lot when I was younger about like people discovering where they're from, like Danny Dyer being part of the royal family and all that sort of stuff. So yes, today we are going to be talking about the Super Mario movie that came out this week. Um, hopefully lots of you watched it, everyone should be watching it. Obviously there was a lot of um, talk about this film when the cast came out. Um, me and me and my friends were watching separately, um, um, but we were we were watching the like the release of the cast and like the the trailer and all that sort of stuff, like because they were doing like live streams to re- to announce the cast. Um, and it'd already been, I think it'd been leaked that Chris Pratt was Mario, or I'm not sure actually. I can't remember if it was leaked or or what. But when his face came up that he was playing Mario. It's a great moment. It's a really good moment. It's a really funny moment in 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 our life um, for this film that we're all really looking forward to. But Chris Pratt's Mario. It was hilarious. It was, it was like. I, this is a very weird, uh, like, similarity to make. But I remember when, who was it that? became prime minister i can't remember what it was but i remember being in a pub with my dad and my mom and we were and there was like an election going on or something i think it was maybe when brexit was happening um it was around when brexit was happening so that they were reforming the government a little bit and my dad said something like they were like we were in the pub and on the screen in the pub was like the bbc news and they were like they were i think it was Theresa may was announcing who which MP was going to be in charge of what and my dad was like making a joke about how oh Boris Johnson's going to be foreign secretary or something like that and then Boris Johnson was foreign secretary it's like the 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 joke that we were making about that's worst case scenario actually came true and it seems like kind of that like even though nobody was saying like oh imagine if Chris Pratt was the played Mario it is kind of that kind of casting where you're like oh that is that's the worst decision they could have made um and obviously the rest of the casts i think is good obviously chris pratt i'll talk about more about chris pratt chris pratt's performance but it's not that bad but obviously when it was announced i think jack black was a good choice you know charlie day's a really good choice actually 
Uh, Anna Taylor Joy is a fine choice for Princess Peach. Um, who else was cast in this film? Oh, obviously Keenan Michael Key. Um, there's Toad. Unrecognizable, really. I didn't really realize that was him. Uh, Fred Armisen's in it as Cranky Kong. I'm amazed that Fred Armisen hasn't been cancelled. Like, all that Fred Armisen does is, does is like racially insensitive acting. That's what it seems like to me. Like, I've been rewatching Parks and Rec uh, at the minute because it's back on um, Amazon Prime. And he, I was on, I was in, I'm in season two, and it's his episode where he plays a Venezuelan uh, government employee. And I feel like all I've seen him in, all I've seen him in, like various sitcom cameos and all that sort of stuff, is like him playing a variety of nationalities, and that just seems like something that is not in the past. I mean, it is in the past. Sorry. Does that make sense? Like, it feels like that's something that we've kind of left behind now. Like, obviously, he's not like changing the color of his skin um, or anything in in these parts. He's not doing it like that. But it just seems like those that that kind of role and that kind of actor and that kind of comedy should be left behind a little bit. Because um, you know, is he's not Venezuelan. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, it just seems like he always does, and I think that's what he's done on um, SNL before as well, but it seems like all he does is that it seems a bit racially insensitive uh, characters. Um, but, you know, I guess it just seems like he's gone under the radar a bit, and I feel like we need to make people aware of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not... I'm white, so it's not like I, I'm kind of the the, pin, the opinion that matters here. Um, but I don't know. It just it just kind of doesn't really sit well with me sometimes. Uh, oh, obviously, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. We'll talk about Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong because I have a bit to say about that. Um, but I'll start off by saying some of my expectations for this film. So it gets announced, and it's Illumination. So that means my expectations are already at the floor. Um, I don't... Like, Illumination, what is it? Despicable Me, Minions, Secret Life of Pets, uh, other things. And none of those... It's like, Despicable Me is good. And then nothing else, really. And it's it was just disappointing seeing that Illumination were going to make the Mario film. That was that was disappointing, but you know you, you keep the faith that because Nintendo have such a huge creative part in the film that you know they've kind of they're very since you know the the eighties I think it's eighties the eighties film they're very um, particular about the Mario brand and what and, and what they do with it you know and and how and you know this is the first film since then really. Um, so, you know, you, you can probably assume that they wanted to take it seriously and they wanted to do a good job. So that kind of gives you a little bit of hope. Then they announced the cast and it's Chris Pratt as Mario and you're like, oh my God, just just use just use the Mario voice actor, you know? 
Um, it just doesn't make any sense. And they give the Mario voice actor a little a little role in the film, but that just seems patronizing. So yeah, and then they, they, they say that Jack Black's Bowser, and you can kind of see, oh yeah, I see that. And it, Annie Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach, you see that. Charlie Day is Luigi, I see that more. Then, like, when it first got announced, that's like, it's, it's like, oh, okay, I do see that as Luigi, um, and Chris Pratt as Mario is just disappointing. Um, and then it's, and, and like, Keenan Michael Key, you're like, uh, okay, Toad, I guess, he can probably do it. Um, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is hilarious. Um, but he kind of does a good job, but again, I'll talk about it later on. I'm just, at the minute, just talking about expectations. But So, the cast gets, so, Illumination gets announced as the studio. I'm disappointed. My expectations are low. This cast gets announced, and I'm like, okay, you've kept my expectations low. I have, don't really have any hope for this. Not only is it Illumination, the cast is very hit and miss. Then the not it wasn't a trailer but there was a clip of bowser at the beginning this the beginning of the film um so bowser destroying the 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 castle to get the 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 star and that comes out and i'm like oh this might be okay um it's again it's not like amazing but it's it seems okay like jack black seems to be doing a good job um so we'll see how it goes Again, not really any expectations, and then you kind of, and then the next trailer comes out, and then some people, some people start watching it, and like some reviews come out, and it's like, oh, it could be all right actually. Like slowly, slowly, my expectations are going up and up and up, and then when the press start getting some some uh, showings, the the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I don't really pay much attention to Rotten Tomatoes, but. The Rotten Tomatoes score is like 54% critics, um, critics rating. And I'm like, ah, okay, so it's not going to be good then. But, you know, critics rating is also, with these kinds of films, it's you can't really take any notice of it because it could... it These films aren't for the critics. These films are for um, the fans. And the fans score... In the, so we we saw it. Me and a couple of my friends saw it in the evening of the first day of release. Uh, so in the morning we checked the Rotten Tomatoes and it was it was at like ninety eight percent fans uh, fans score. So we were like, oh okay. So suddenly, like the morning of, my expectations go up a little bit, but still not great. Because I'm like, okay, the only people who have probably seen it by now are true fans that. Have got onto like a midnight screening or in a morning or something like that so you know you keep your expectations low and it kind of i think because of that it exceeded expectations the people i the people i went with uh my two friends of mine ollie and isaac they're like bigger mario fans than me like my mario experience as a kid was playing hours and hours of mario kart endlessly uh, i also had uh, Mario 64 on DS, um, which I didn't really understand, and it was on an R4 card, and every so that means everything was unlocked. I had a million stars or whatever, so that game I didn't really play that much of because it was kind, of, but I still kind of enjoyed it. And I also had Mario Party. Uh, I think it's Mario Party, the one where you're on like a board game. It's like you like play you like figures on a board game. I used to play that loads on my DS as well. 
Um, so I, like Mario was something that I played a lot on like my Nintendo Wii and my Nintendo DS. Um, but you know, Ollie and Isaac are kind of bigger fans. Ollie's a huge fan of Mario, and he was like super excited for this. Um, he was like trying not to show how hyped he was for it. So I was I was pleasantly surprised by the film, um, but the film moves along at an incredible pace. Like it's just incredible as in not incredible as in good incredible as in just like it's crazy how fast-paced this film is it's like next 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 and obviously it's a, it's a 90 minute run time so they 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 can't like dawdle in any way it's just gonna go 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 um and i think it that's good for a younger audience but it does feel a little bit you know crazy at times this film and it like wraps up very quickly very very quickly um, some highlights for me are Jack Black as Bowser, although the the scenes with him singing about Peach were kind of really funny, but not in a, I'm not laughing with you, I'm laughing at you. Um, but it was still kind of a highlight. It was still really funny. Um, it looks really good. The film looks really, really good. It's probably the best looking illumination film I've seen. But I think that comes more from the source material. Like, you can't really make an animated Mario film look really bad just because of how much colour there is in the film. Um, but, you know, it's 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 it, it still looked really good. Um, in terms of the cast, I thought everyone did a really good job. Chris Pratt, I kind of... Like, at the beginning of the film, they do, like, a very stereotypical Italian accent for a, like, uh, advert that they make. And then they, he moves more into, like, a Brooklyn accent. But can't it, it kind of doesn't really... He kind of keeps slipping into his own voice and stuff like that. So it's not great. Like, I think Chris Pratt is probably the, the least believable and talented voice actor out of these, from what I saw. Like... He's not really doing much. He, he keeps, like, not committing to the Brooklyn accent as much. Or that's what I could tell. However, after a while, I completely didn't notice it anymore. And it never took me out of the film, really. Charlie Day, I really like. He commits to an accent. He commits to a, a way of doing it and sticks with it. And it's really good. Princess Peach, like, Annie, Annie Taylor-Doy doesn't really have anything specific to do with, like, anything, like, interesting to do. But, you know, it's still a decent character with... You know, the the voice wasn't jarring. Obviously, Jack Blacker's Bowser is probably everyone's highlight. I've seen a lot of people talking about him. He's he was. It seems like a role he was born to play. Um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong really did actually take me out of the film. Um, his his laugh, because we all know Seth Rogen's laugh. When Donkey Kong laughs like that, it was it it took me out of the film completely, and it just. It just made us laugh so much, um, but not in a good way. Again, because we knew it's Seth Rogen, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to be watching a film and thinking about, oh, that's that's Seth Rogen laughing, not Donkey Kong laughing. You know, I just didn't really like that. It kind of took me out a little bit. Um, and Toad, it's it's like Toad, like Keegan, Keegan Michael Key is unrecognizable really i didn't really notice it was him he's kind of doing a a crazy a crazy accent or not accent a crazy like voice for it um so in 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 total like the cast is fine obviously they they put a lot of easter eggs in the film as well um there's kind of some small hints i didn't get all of them uh, my friends got a lot more of them and were like telling me about them afterwards um but yeah there was there's a few easter eggs that kind of make 
the Mario fans pleased and like it's like oh that's nice to see that that's good um I think they could have done more honestly um the the music is probably the most disappointing thing in this film. Um, they do use some themes like Mario Kart theme and some of some of the themes and stuff from from the film from the from the game. Sorry, in the film, but I I, I would have liked more. I would have probably like liked just just Mario music. Like they play "Take on Me" at one point when they're when they're riding in a Mario Kart, and it's just it's just disappointing. I I wish I wanted the Rainbow Road music. You know, like they are on a rainbow road. Give me the rainbow road music. You know, just just these kind of things I would have liked to have seen more of. I would have liked more music because for me, music is in the Mario games is all is almost as iconic as the actual games. Because I because I'm a huge Mario Kart fan. Like that's the game that I've probably played. It's probably the game that I've maybe played the most of in my life. Um, maybe, I'm not sure, because for the, for the first, like, five years, no, no, I don't know, for the first few years of me, my gaming life, Mario Kart is what I played the most, and obviously I've played, like, FIFA and more since then, probably, but it's definitely up there with one of the most, one of the games that I've played the most in my life, and obviously because it's Mario Kart, each track has its own song, so you kind of associate the game with these specific songs, and it's just disappointing that not really... Obviously, the Mario Kart theme was in there, I think, but I would like to have seen the Rainbow Rose theme. Um, obviously, I might have missed it, but I don't think I did. Um, or any other Mario or Mario Track themes. Like my favorite is the one that's in a square. I can't remember what it's a DS. It's a DS um, track, and it's it's like. That's my favorite one. Obviously, that's not going to be in the game because it's that's not going to be in the film because it's like a a a theme for one track on the DS that came out twenty years ago or whatever. So it's 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 not like I'm um wanting that specific song, but I just I wanted that feeling that you know that nostalgic feeling of oh I know this song. I think obviously bigger Mario fans got that with a lot of it, but I didn't really feel, I never really felt that nostalgic when I was watching it. And I think the film was hoping f- to give me that. Um, but obviously I'm not, I'm not like the biggest Mario fan ever. So it might not, it, that might just be me. That might just be me. I'm not saying that that's, that's anything, but that might, that might just be me. Obviously they do a lot. They do not a lot, actually. They do some, um, like camera shots from the side to make it look like the side-scrolling games, the two D games, um, which is it's fine for the, like the second that they do it, but obviously they don't really commit to it. Which I guess they can't really commit to it. Um, but it was still it's still kind of interesting when they do it. It's like oh, it's like when they did it in Odyssey, where there's like the two D segments in the game. It was kind of like that, but just not as much of it. I haven't really even spoken about the 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 story, and that's kind of a pretty good, you know, explanation of what I think about this film. Like the story's completely nothing. Um, I think Mario is kind of nothing in this film. He doesn't really change. 
I think Luigi's, Luigi, to be honest, is the more interesting character in this film. Mario just seems like he starts, I saw, I think my friend wrote, friend wrote a review, it was like, Mario starts as the hero to his brother and ends as the hero to the kingdom. Like, there's no real change there, it's just more of it, which, actually, you know, thinking about it now, he's, the, the film starts with the only person that, adores Mario is Luigi and then at the end of the film everyone else can see how amazing Mario is and that he saved the day so I guess that's some sort of character development or improvement but Luigi honestly he he saves the day also and he starts the film by being this very nervous chaotic clumsy guy and ends it by saving Mario's life and then helping him to destroy Bowser it's so I think he has more of a development. Even Donkey Kong has more of a development. Like he turns this from this like cocky uh, daddy's boy kind of person to helping save the day and working together with Mario. Yeah, so Mario is probably the weakest character. And you kind of get this with a lot of kids' films or a lot of films actually that the the central character is quite bland and the, it they kind of want... They don't want to put too much personality or too much, like, colour into the main character because they want everyone to relate to, to them. And obviously that's not, that doesn't really make for a good film, but it's what kind of studios think, I think. Um, and that sometimes works. So with, like, the Lego movie, obviously Chris Pratt's in that again. The Lego movie's meant to be that. It's, he's meant to be a, the most generic guy. But Mario's not the most generic guy. He's the hero of the Super Mario Bros movie. Um, so, yeah, it's, in that way, it was kind of disappointing, um, but I, I honestly, I didn't really care, like, when, I, I'm saying all this stuff, but while I was watching it, I was having a good time, like, it was fun, it was so stupid at some points, but it was so fun, like, I was having a really good time watching it, obviously, there were a few scenes that were hilarious, like, there's, there's a bit where you see baby Mario and baby Luigi, and that's just, it just comes out of nowhere. And it was so funny that they just kind of stuck that scene on. And it was just completely pointless. Um, other than that, it, there wasn't much fat to it, actually, as well. Again, 90-minute films that moves that moves at a click, it's not going to have much fat on it. But it was a fun time. Like, it, it felt, it was a really fun time. I had a lot, I, I it wasn't a waste of an hour and a half, you know, like, some bad films, I feel like I waste, but I don't feel like I wasted my time watching this film, it felt like a really fun time, um, and I think it'll be really popular, um, with kids, and I hope it is really popular, because I want another one, really, um, and I remember, like, all the way through thinking in this film that, where the hell is Yoshi, like, you see a few Yoshis in the background, but not the, the Yoshi, it doesn't really, appear it doesn't appear at all actually I was gonna say it doesn't appear that much but doesn't appear at all during the film and I was like he's my favorite one he's the one that I used to play as all the time in Mario Kart like show me Yoshi um but then at the if if anyone hasn't seen the post credit scene they're kind of going through the um the the sewers again and there's a, a Yoshi egg at the end and it cracks open and then they, it makes the sound um, so I'm, I, that's the only reason I want another one, so we can get some Yoshi. Um, so I hope we get some Yoshi, and that's what I want. I want a Yoshi film. 
I want. I also want a Luigi's Mansion film. Like he finds a mansion in the film, and when he gets when he gets like abducted by the shy guys, he kind of sees the mansion. There's like a longing look there as well. Um, so I hope we get Luigi's Mansion as well. I was hoping for at the end that obviously at the end they're back at the Mushroom Kingdom. I was hoping that Luigi would go off and go to his mansion or something, but that didn't really happen. So this week I also watched the Super Mario Bros. movie from the nineties um, with uh, Bob Hoskins and John. Leguizamo is that his name? Leguizamo, Leguizamo, and obviously he's got like Dennis Hopper and uh, and Fiona Fiona Shaw and all these all these actors in it as well. Um, it's not good. Like I was reading some of the reviews before I watched it, and a lot of people are like, you know, pay this pay pay this film some respect. It's a Marxist anti cop thriller, and you know, sure, sure, and we all want to see that, but it's not good. It's it's really not good. I can't believe that they made this and called it a Super Mario's film because it just they could have just made this film and not it not be Super Mario's. Like they don't wear the suits until the very end. No one looks like their characters. Yoshi's just a dinosaur. The Cooper King's just not just a guy. You know, it's it's Daisy's just a, g- a girl. Like it's it's not great. Um but I just thought I'd, thought I'd watch it to give some context of like what people are expecting from Mario films, and it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it because a lot's already been said about it. But obviously, the the production was a nightmare. Everyone was like drinking on set, and everyone thought it was a disaster, and it is a disaster really. Um, but it's it's still a lot of fun. Like like the most recent Super Mario's film, it's it's still a lot of fun. Um, but just not always good fun. But, you know, the designs are really cool, and it's very 90s. It's 90s, like, sci-fi. Is it sci-fi? It's just it's 90s crazy costumes, crazy animations kind of film. So, as I kind of teased earlier, now uh, I'll play some voice recordings from two of my friends, Isaac and Ollie. Um, I, obviously, I went to go see them, see Mario, the Mario Bros. movie with them. Um, they're really good friends of mine. Um, I thought their opinions and what they thought about the film was interesting and quite funny afterwards when we were talking about it. Um, so I just thought it'd be interesting to kind of get another opinion. Um, I think there's a lot of crossover to what we think about the film. Um, so forgive me if, uh, I've kind of repeated what they say. Um, I recorded my thoughts on the film before I'd got the recordings from them. Um, so there might be a little bit of crossover on like what we thought about it, but I, th- I think it's interesting to hear different people's opinions. So yeah, I, I hope you enjoy it. First of all is going to be Ollie, uh, and then you'll hear Isaac's opinion as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll see you, or you'll hear me in a second. Yeah, I, I had the pleasure of uh, seeing the Mario movie with uh, with Ellis on, on launch day. I mean, I was going to see it with or without him because I am a... I'm a long time uh, Nintendo fan. I I love all things Nintendo. Um, I, Mario is is uh, one of my um, you know childhood uh, heroes. Is that a cringe thing to say? I don't know. I mean, I, I I love playing Mario games as a kid. I still love playing Mario games as an adult. So um, yeah, I mean, it just felt like this movie was um, was made for someone like me. You know, um, just all the all the little Easter eggs, all the all the all the cameos, and uh, and and the music, especially the music. That was 
that was great to see. I, I just had a, I had a giant grin on my, on my face the, the whole time. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, um, if I, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the target demographic for this film is that the target demographic is, uh, kids and, uh, and Nintendo fans and, you know, people that have nostalgia for Nintendo products. Cause, um, if, if, if I, if I wasn't one of those, um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't, uh, have enjoyed this movie as much as I did. I, I it's, it's kind of a, um, it's it's kind of a mediocre flick, you know, just just kind of a generic family film. If uh, if you're not a Nintendo fan, but um, you know, for me uh, particularly, it was um, just so heartwarming and so good to see, you know, the Nintendo logo on the screen and and have all these characters realized. Um, it was sort of um, like you know, it, it's what you would expect from from a game that has very little story substance as, as Mario is going to the screen. I, I think they, I think they did a, a good job kind of plucking the, uh, a, a, a story out of such an inconsistent franchise. Um, you know, because Nintendo themselves have been, have always been gameplay first story second. And so, um, you know, to translate that into a movie is, is, is pretty difficult. Um, so yeah, I mean, I um, one one thing I would say the the story moves at such a breakneck speed. I think the, I think the reason for that is because um, they you know they they wanted to show so much. There's so much um, in in the Mario universe. There's 30 years of content there. You know, 30 years of games and characters and and references and um, and they they try and pack that into an, an hour and a half movie, which I understand because you know. Um, kids uh i don't think kids are going to pay attention for uh for two hours so i think an hour and a half is is the sweet spot um but um but yeah it, it does kind of move along and and characters uh do and say things that are just uh kind of nonsensical at times because they have to push the plot forward uh there are times where um, there will be, you know, kind of a, an emotional plot point, um, and uh, and they'll just rush through it. Um, the Mario is surprisingly, um, they somehow managed to kind of get a, get a, a character arc in the story, kind of. Uh, it, it's kind of loose, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, for for someone who doesn't say much in the games apart from Wahoo and Let's Go, you know, it's. Um, it's it's all right. The voice acting's good. Um, you know, I I had my worries with Chris Pratt, but you know, it's it's whatever. It's um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, an illumination film. Definitely an illumination film. I uh, you know, like there's there's a sequence at the beginning with uh, with a particular uh, animal character that's you know, just kind of weird and out of place. Um, and of course, pop music, but you know, it's, uh, it's outshined by the Nintendo music and, um, and yeah, I mean, um, no, it, it's a good time. It's, it's a good time if you're a Nintendo fan or, you know, or, you know, you just want to entertain your kids for an hour and a half. It's, um, it's a good time, but, um, don't, don't go in expecting, uh, expecting a masterpiece. Mario movie was like a Big Mac. It was exactly what I was expecting to get. 
I think there were multiple times when I did genuinely laugh at the film, uh, many times with the film as well, but there are so many scenes and things happening which just make you feel, I feel very taken out of the film. Uh, namely the scene with Luigi reminiscing about his time with baby Mario, protecting his castle, sand castle, and it made me think that, I don't know, it felt very crowded and forced. Like, oh, here's a flashback. Uh, do you do you believe the bond between these brothers now? I don't need that. You know, anyone watching this film is a Mario fan or knows about Mario. I feel like the the, the bond was already pretty well implied. Um, the music in this film was kind of... I don't know. It's an, it's an illumination film, so I don't know what I was expecting, but um, they had the original Mario score at that point, which was great, uh, and then it would go into whatever illumination had licensed, I suppose, at that time. They just cram it in. Uh, some of the song choices are very abrupt and take you out of the film again. But again, I feel like you have to take everything with this film as a, as a pinch of salt because you know this is I'm not the demographic for this film I'm not the biggest Mario fan I'm not a 12 year old or below so some of it does miss the mark I suppose but was did I have fun? yes it was fun it was okay it was alright it was it was everything it had to be and I feel like that's both to its credit and also to its detriment. You know, it was everything it had to be, and could it have ever been anything more? And I kind of thought no, but then I believe Oliver brought up the Lego movie, and that film blew expectations for what a, a film about, well, well, just a product could be, I suppose. It was a really good film, and nobody expected it to be that good. Uh, so kind of, I don't know, Mario just played it very safe, I feel. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wagon Wheel Coffee Table podcast. Next week, I'm hoping to do something a little bit different. I'm going to dabble in some uh, TV stuff next week. So we're going to be talking about some TV shows. Um, I'm not, I'll not say too much, just in case I change my mind, but that's the plan for next week. Um, and I'm also going to change up and do a few different things over the next few episodes. Like, I, I, I kind of want to diversify a little bit and not just do movie reviews and like the breaking a story thing and do like some other different things and talk about maybe a variety of films within one podcast that's like to do with one subject or to do with like one parameter um but we'll see how that goes so thank you so much for listening um make sure you leave a rating um share it with people you know we're we're getting a few downloads an episode now the last episode did not do very well at all um but you know i'm not promoting these things at all really um but it's it's interesting to kind of get fixated on the numbers and get kind of oh that 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 did quite well but this one didn't do very well um but yeah (laughs) i'm not really focusing on that stuff at the minute but it's just interesting to to see how people can get like dragged into that kind of mindset Anyway, anyway, I'll I'll shut up now. Um, uh, You'll hear me next week. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.